Hey, I'm John Harwood. This edition of the Speakeasy Podcast is a little different. We traveled to southwest Pennsylvania ahead of Tuesday's special House election. Spent a couple of days watching the candidates, listening to ads, and talking to voters in a district Donald Trump won by a landslide two years ago. Even though the state will have new congressional district lines by November, this election near Pittsburgh will provide an early measure of crucial factors in the fight for Congress. In this speakeasy, the power of Trumpism and the backlash against it. Almost every new president takes a hit in midterm elections. And in the political hurricane President Trump has created, Republicans are bracing for Category 5 damage. But they're hoping to use their $1.5 trillion tax cut to survive the impact. And in this week's special House election, they're testing that strategy in the blue-collar neighborhoods, union halls, and middle-class suburbs of southwest Pennsylvania. I traveled to this corner of Trump country to talk to voters who've heard a lot about the Trump tax cut on the news and in the TV ads. A $2,900 middle-class tax cut for our community. Now businesses are giving workers raises and bonuses and creating jobs. It's a message that Republican candidate Rick Saccone says the 18th district loves. As I go around, uh, small businesses, employees, it's not the crumbs that Nancy Pelosi and her crew on the left say. That is, these people are very happy to have the bonuses that they received. 32-year-old Tom Donahoe, who's backing Saccone, welcomes the help for his small oil and gas consulting firm. It absolutely benefits me. I think it benefits the economy and the fact that people have more money to spend. Right up front, I'm saving about 3%. Um, married, filing jointly, 24000 right off. Uh, personal business owner, up to 20% savings there. I can reinvest that in my business. So mm -hmm. for me, when I went through, it was kind of a big sigh of relief. I know there's more money in my pocket. I can try to grow my business. He grew up here. In his ads, Democratic candidate Connor Lamb tries to neutralize the issue, opposing cuts for the wealthy to preserve revenue for Social Security and Medicare, but backing cuts for average people. Rick Saccone and the Republicans have spent millions on negative ads, but they never mention Connor Lamb supports a middle-class tax cut. He sends the same message on the stump. And I'm very happy that our working and middle-class people are receiving more money in their paychecks. I've always been for middle-class tax cuts. What I'm not happy about is that I think people's health insurance premiums are now going to go up. And we've added a trillion and a half dollars to our national debt. We didn't need to add a penny to our debt to have the tax cut for our working and middle class people. And Lamb benefits from surging energy among middle class suburban voters like Caroline Horwitz, who care about other issues. The size of a tax cut, I don't think, is really all that important to us. I mean, you know, we kind of just, it's a, uh, Wherever the money is needed, you know, is where it needs to go. We have uh, two young kids who are going to be starting in the public school system in the next couple years, and we want those schools to be good. Horwood supports Lamb so strongly that for the first time in her life, she's volunteering in an election campaign. We want this guy to win. I think this time around, I, at least I've got to do something a little more than just show up on voting day. Do you get the feeling that more than in most races, people like you, your friends, people you know, are more fired up about this than in the past? Yes, yes, I definitely think so. It, it's kind of spreading, you know. I mean, I've seen some people that a lot of people maybe didn't hear, have heard about Connor Lamb in the beginning, and now um, they're just uh, really active at social media-wise. For me, definitely, I want to see fewer people like Trump in Washington. The fact that Lamb has pulled even in the polls is one sign that tax cuts won't ensure Republican victories. 
Here's a stronger one. In the home stretch, Republicans have moved on to other messages, like attacking Lamb on crime and immigration. Pennsylvania's conservative 18th congressional district leans strongly Republican. Donald Trump carried it by 20 points in 2016. And before he resigned in a personal scandal, former Republican Congressman Tim Murphy won it eight straight times. So the job of Republican candidate Rick Saccone is simple. Ride those prevailing currents to a majority on Tuesday. Do we love our president here in western Pennsylvania? He supports the Republican House Speaker in Washington. So far, Paul Ryan is, is following the agenda. As long as he's on that agenda. And the flamboyant new Republican president. Look, we voted in an agenda back a year or so ago. It's an agenda on smaller government, cutting spending, cutting taxes. We've addressed those issues uh, since I've been in the State House. That's where I came up with the, the saying that I was Trump before Trump, because I've been working on those issues before then. And President Trump came along and nationalized those issues. Those are the issues that the people of the 18th District have told me that they're most interested in. And do I disagree with the president on, on anything? I do. He happens to be a Patriots fan, and I'm a Steelers fan all the way. He paints Democratic opponent Connor Lamb as a tool of the national leader Republicans love to hate, Nancy Pelosi. But in Washington, he'd be one of Nancy Pelosi's sheep. The idea is motivating district voters who see the liberal Pelosi as an obstacle to Trump. What do you think about Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> She's ridiculous. Tell me. Ridiculous. I, you know, I don't know. I, you know, if, if we just looked at... Uh, Oh, what was it, the, his State of the Union address? Mm -hmm. The look on her face was enough to make you sick. You he's trying to do something. He may not be going at it in the right way, but he's trying to do something. You think she's trying to stop him? Oh, yes. She's right by Hillary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to protect himself, Lamb wants to make this race purely local, not national. He emphasizes his youth, local roots, values, and record of service. He grew up here, went to Central Catholic, then college and law school, served four years in the Marines, still loves to shoot, became a federal prosecutor. Instead of party loyalty, he talks loyalty to Southwest Pennsylvania. My opponent will work for the special interests that are spending millions to elect him. I'll work for you. And there are a few names that will not be on the ballot on March 13th. One is President Trump's name, Another is Nancy Pelosi's name. But boy, you hear those names a lot in this campaign. Uh, what I've heard out on the trail is that people are sick of that. They want someone to represent them. Crucially, Lamb has won over labor leaders turned off by Saccone's record in the state legislature, including even Republicans like Tony Genicaro, a carpenter we caught up with at a Lamb rally at the Carpenters Training Center outside Pittsburgh. Don't think that Nancy Pelosi's relevant in this election. I feel that Connor Lamb's a person who is closer to the ideals that Tim Murphy had. Tim Murphy's a Republican. Yeah, Tim's a Republican. Tim was a strong person for our union. He believed that uh, you should get a fair pay for the job that you do. And uh, that's what Connor Lamb believes. And although I'm a Republican, I'm going to vote for Connor Lamb. Over the weekend, Saccone made one last push to fire up conservatives with a special guest, President Trump. This is a very extraordinary guy. We need him. We need Republicans. We need the votes. Tony Genicaro voted for Trump and still likes him, but he won't be voting Republican in this race. The Democrats and the Republicans here in Pennsylvania stood behind Donald Trump. 
I think we made our position known on where we stand. So I hope that if Connor can win, that he stands behind us. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. What made Donald Trump president was intense support from working class voters, like Ray Ott and Valerie Luffman here in Southwest Pennsylvania. So the special house election here will test a question hanging over this fall's midterm elections. Will Trump's blue collar base stick with him and his party's candidates for Congress? Republican candidate Rick Saccone is trying to hold them with classic Trumpian themes. Walls are important. Walls work. I've been to Israel. I've seen the wall that they've built. I've seen the, the, uh, the uh, results of, uh, of what they've done there. Walls in other countries have worked. We need to secure our border. We need to do that for national security reasons. Lamb worked in the Obama administration that encouraged sanctuary cities, which put illegal immigrants who commit crimes back on the street. Valerie Luffman got the president she wanted. So it works. Do you expect that you'll end up voting for the Republican? Most likely, yes. She's 34 years old and works as an activities director at a home for the mentally disabled. We caught up with her outside a grocery store in Washington County. How do you feel about how his presidency has gone so far? I think it's wonderful. He's your everyday guy, even though he's a businessman. If you had to think about the number one issue that he is uh, for that you like, what would that issue be? I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. so that's important to me, my mm -hmm. faith, um, being able to, you know, voice that is important to me. Um, the drug e epidemic, that's mm -hmm. important to me. Um, abortion, you know, all of those things, they're important to me. But not all of Trump's 2016 voters are still with him. Though he won 58% of the vote here, his approval rating now stands well below 50%. I'm not very happy. I don't think he acts very presidential. That's Ray Ott, who works as a carpenter on highway projects. We met at a union training center outside Pittsburgh, where former Vice President Joe Biden was speaking at a rally for Democratic candidate Connor Lamb. I expected him to do more for business and more for the middle class, and that, that just isn't happening. Now. If he was standing right here, he would say, I cut your taxes. He put too much emphasis on giving them money back than he did us money back. Now, this is a district that Donald Trump won by 20 points in 2016, and the Republican congressman has won easily over the years. This is a very close race now. Why is it so close? Uh, I think it's close because Connor Lamb's a good candidate. I think uh, normally you wouldn't think a Democrat would win the, in the area that he's that he's running for where he has to come from. But it, uh, um, I, think, I think people are, are going to vote a lot more now because they're, uh, they're frustrated with what Trump turned out to be. I, I honestly think that's the, that's the biggest reason Lamb's gonna do it. And the fact he's a good candidate. But I, I just think that it's, um, people are not gonna just hope that everyone votes and sit home themselves, they're gonna come out. That's why I'm here. Over the weekend, Trump tried to recreate some of that 2016 magic by campaigning alongside Saccone. We just had a poll. We're more popular now than we were on Election Day. This guy should win easily. And if that makes plenty of Republicans here happy, what Democrats hope is that it motivates their voters even more. What a couple of days in this conservative 18th district showed me was this. Local factors in American politics still count. Connor Lamb's a Democrat, but also an unusually appealing young candidate. Rick Saccone is a Republican, but he lacks the rapport with unions that made the last Republican congressman unbeatable. 
Yet our politics have also become increasingly nationalized. Voters everywhere like getting tax cuts. But the backlash against Trump that we've seen elsewhere, especially among suburban women, is happening here too. And if Democrats can grab a seat Trump won in a landslide, their chances of winning control of Congress this fall look good. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Speakeasy. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate us and leave a review. As always, we appreciate your feedback. Oh, and I'm about to head back down to Pennsylvania 18 on Election Day, so follow me on Twitter at John J. Harwood for updates on the ground. Talk soon.